Today on the Average Climber podcast, Caitlin and I are joined by our dear friend and business mentor, Chelsea Merton. Chelsea is a climbing coach turned business coach who helps service-based providers grow their businesses. She's helped Caitlin and I a ton over the years. But business coaching isn't all Chelsea has on her agenda. She's also a route setter and a regular bone crusher herself, putting down her first two V10s as well as a remarkable roster of fast 513 red points in the last two years. We sat down to talk with Chelsea about business, life, and how stress going on outside of climbing can impact our progress on the wall. Whether you're an aspiring business owner or someone who feels bogged down by the struggle of work-climb balance, you do not want to miss this episode. So sit back and relax. You're listening to The Average Climber Podcast. We're going to need two fun facts from you today. Yeah, not just one. Not just one. Price of being on the show. We need more fun. Chelsea (laughs) showed me something really cool that she can do. And now I want everyone to know about it. So Chelsea, (laughs) could you tell everyone a fun fact about yourself? Yeah. Okay. So I've got one fun fact about myself and then another about birds. (gasps) (gasps) Okay. The first fun fact is that I actually can lick my elbow. Do it. Do it. (gasps) Hold on. I might need to put the mic down for just a sec. That's okay. 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 I need two arms. (laughs) I'm holding Chelsea's mic for her. I'm here. Um, She's doing it. She even has a sweatshirt (gasps) on. She really oh can, folks. Look at that shoulder mobility. If only we could all have such mobile I shoulders. I literally just saw this on, <laughs> I think it was like a TikTok brought over to Reels. and Like an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because TikTok, no thank you. Um, so I, I watch my TikToks on Instagram like a real yeah. millennial. Yeah. <laughs> But I literally was like, oh my God, I wonder. And then I'm just sitting there. Like trying to. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, like, I'm just trying to lick it. Like my elbows. Don't worry. I'll post post a video on Instagram on my stories when this episode goes live. So everybody else can (laughs) see too. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know there are going to be people be people who are like oh there's there um, are gonna be people that don't video or me. didn't happen yeah, yeah no video or didn't yeah. Happen. yeah absolutely okay chelsea what okay. about your your second fun fact so i would like to tell you about this bird and <gasps> a bit of a backstory about why i chose <laughs> birds and not anything related to rock climbing although this bird is native to saint george where Ooh. we're climbing yes yes Ooh. so we've been playing this game at night called wingspan which is a board game. Uh, and we didn't I, get to I forced Mike. Okay, no, I love this game so much. I can't stop thinking about it. So when we were meet, so Chelsea is here in St. George climbing this morning with me. and we just wanted to play this game. Yeah, but I literally made Mike, like we're leaving a restaurant. It's like nine o'clock and I see this Barnes and Noble just lit up and I'm like, oh. And I'm like, Mike, I bet they have a wingspan. And he's like, we're not going to Barnes and Noble at nine o'clock at night. And then net net 20 minutes later, I am the proud owner of a wingspan set. So we've been playing it a Lauren lot. Lauren gets her way. Part yeah. One. We've and dubbed Lauren's, it the bird um, game. Freakishly good at I'm this very game. good at wingspan. I'm very good at it. It's very odd. I, um, okay. Side note, Chelsea, <laughs> I really want to hear this. But also I wanted to say how upset I am that we didn't play this. We heard about it for four weeks while Lauren and Mike were living here. I feel here, so and we lucky. None times i, I feel so well yeah. you have to come here that is the solution yeah i wish caitlin oh, were right. here that was the ploy yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes it is tactics yep. get okay get up here tell, okay tell Chelsea. us more <laughs> so i i wanted to learn about the american dipper 
bird. Ooh. And what's really cool about it is it actually has a thin white line of feathers on each eyelash. So oh. when it blinks, it looks like it's white, which is actually really alarming. Um, I'm looking this bird up. Yeah, it's called the what do. bird? The American Dipper. American and Dipper. And it's a water bird, which Dipper. I thought was really water. interesting that it's native here because I have not seen yeah, any Yeah, where water. the fuck's the water then? Um, <laughs> which I thought was yeah. really weird. Oh my God. But it also is really great in the winter because it has <gasps> extra oxygen carrying capacity in its blood oh so I want it that. stays extra warm and it slows its metabolic rate oh i what? see the island oh my god this is what we call a straight up burb this it's is a burb real cute a burb it is burb. really cute oh well why oh wow well I hope it doesn't run out of water. I know. I was like, elephant in we've the been here, what, here. like a week? And I was like, where's the water? Where's what water? Oh, wait. Uh, no, I know where the water is. It's coming in the forecast next oh, week. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's fucking it's, up my whole oh. climbing trip from Wednesday on. It's snowing. Oh, no. Yeah, no, we're leaving. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. It's our bad. whole last week is it's literally bad. a snowy shit show. But I guess I'm going to go skiing. Yeah, so. we, were, we were like, I guess we're going to go climb in the gym. Yeah. But oh, Chelsea, so it'll I, be a snow dumpster. It, yes. Yeah, it will. Okay. You Got all it. might be wondering, who's this third entity? <laughs> who's third girl? <laughs> who's this third girl talking about birds? <laughs> so I will introduce Chelsea before we get into it. So um, Chelsea has acted as Caitlin and I's business coach um and the funny thing is is that caitlin and i actually pretty much met because of chelsea and met through her so the average climber podcast has a footnote credit to this lady we're chatting (laughs) with today for real so totally true chelsea is a total bad bitch um yeah in but okay let me just like rattle off some resume points about chelsea (laughs) that are just absolutely bonkers and i've also got to watch some of the rad shit chelsea has done on rocks and it's so sick. I just want to be Chelsea when I grow up. Okay, so Chelsea in the last the last year, right? Yeah. Has sent her first two V10s. She did Schist Cave Center and Immortal Technique. Immortal Technique was her first one. Yes, yep, that's yep. right. Or okay. no, the other one. Schist the other Cave. one, Schist yeah. Cave. Schist Cave Center. So unique. Almost two years ago. But oh. yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Now I'm like forgetting. Whatever. Double, it. double yeah. digit boulder yeah. here. I did things. It was sick. Um, And then <laughs> I had the joy of spending a lot of time <laughs> in Lander with Chelsea this past summer. And she was on a goddamn 513 rampage. You did. <laughs> I watched her send when I was a young girl with a lot of my beta. I will add Oh, it. yeah. Lauren had great beta. Yeah. And then Chelsea fucking used it and sent it in two goes. <laughs> and it was sick. Um, You're and, like, wow, it's possible. Great. Yeah. yeah you yeah. did. Valkyrie, which is a 13B in four tries, and I belayed you on that. The longest ascent, yeah. It no, was... I was never been so pumped. Wait, other oh. more Chelsea spray while I was watching this go down. Chelsea was like, I don't remember any of the beta. And then our friend Carly, on who was our <laughs> podcast guest on the last episode, was like standing like 10 feet away on the wall, just yelling turn by turn directions to Chelsea, and then she followed them perfectly and just like <laughs> sent. And I was like, a big support crew. <laughs> this is sick shit i've ever seen so anyways chelsea's a bone crusher but she also is a business coach who started out as a climbing coach herself so she began with a climbing coaching business and she uh, she started out 
climbing coaching and then realized she was really good at business and hit six figures as a climbing coach in what six months yeah it, it was, was pretty close it, it was just pretty yeah. amazing yeah people yeah. were like you I, can't do that and I was like okay uh, watch fucking like, watch I'll me do it I will say I feel like Chelsea in a lot of ways you paved the way for the like up and coming like climbing coaches I also feel like you paved the way for a lot of female coaches women coaches like I, I really think that you are sort of like that origin story. I, that's how Aww, I feel about for sure. it. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you. I think there were a lot of coaches before then, but I think you kind of took it in a different direction. And at least for me, that's how I feel because, you know, in my business, I, you were the first person to say, well, Hey, you climb, why don't you coach climbers? And I was like, Oh, what a I know. Cause you were, you were not focusing on climbers at the time. And I was no. like, what wait, if they what? Need help? <laughs> I was like, yeah, huh, this would be much yeah. easier if you just focused on what you actually <laughs> already do. <laughs> yeah. Interesting concept. Yeah. But I, I feel like we've, I mean, of course, as Lauren already said, we all met through you but it's it is true I think that you fostered this community in this you know larger climbing community where people who work with you I think got you know so much out of just understanding the power that they can have in this climbing space so I yeah yeah, I credit a lot of my success to just you and knowing you and seeing you grow and evolve your business over the last few years I can't even believe it's only been like what two 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 years yeah it's crazy years yeah I think I had my three-year anniversary in October oh yeah which is you do business anniversary yeah yeah I do my dumb balloon and then it like yeah like fell off its string and flew away and it's like okay whatever okay but on the next one yeah no I remember I remember the first time like I remember you announcing that you were doing business coaching and I remember like showing Mike you and I was like you're like I'm in look like she sold she did six figures of sales Mike's like who the fuck is this person and I was like I I was like I must I must work with her I must know what's happening I cannot work my job that I hate anymore like let's just yeah you were dying I was soul sucking <laughs> I know. Yeah. oh my gosh how much like general like generally happier am i like because you saw me in the pit of it where i was like yeah you're like not a single day can i do this more no yeah you were no, like no. we are gonna end this yeah chelsea was there and i was like dming the first athlete i was ever gonna like work with that wasn't my friend and i was like what do i do and she's like just talk to them <laughs> it was better advice than that. they were a friend yeah i was like <laughs> they want to talk to me about training. What do I do? And then I was like, can you help like through the whole conversation? It's so funny. So yeah, business is a whole, a whole trip. And I'm so excited to talk to Chelsea because well, first of all, for Caitlin and I, I'm like, I love talking to other business owners about like what it's like to climb as a business owner. Cause I think a lot of people think like if you run your own thing, you have all this extra time and control and stuff. But what I think people don't talk about is how it's like kind of an emotionally exhausting career to have. <laughs> like very- oh, yeah. We are, I feel like we are I have less time because <laughs> I'm on 24. I'm on 25, 8, basically, yeah. is kind of how it goes. Like, it's not, That's it's not like a good yeah. break. Yeah. I know. I remember when I first started, like, having a business I was like it's gonna be so crazy and like, I'm gonna have so much time I'm and I'm gonna go eat, climbing all yeah. the time I'm gonna eat breakfast every morning I'm gonna make and, like, myself lunch yeah I'm every gonna, day oh yeah no I don't know what lunch is I don't we're but we're gonna eat after we record this yeah, yeah. but yeah it's definitely 
it's definitely wild. So Caitlin, do you wanna do you wanna tell us what we're what we're gonna be talking about today with Chelsea? I would love to. Today we are going to talk all about how life and the stress of life can impact your climbing and how regulating your nervous system, your emotions, and also just checking in with yourself can have a big impact. But also we're going to end with some tips on getting started in the climbing industry from the, I think, the OG herself. Absolutely. So yeah. I'll get to listen in. Yeah. The OG person that will actually help you go from, I want to be a coach, but I don't know what to do. And also, <laughs> I love all of you that send me DMs that are like, how did this happen? Or like, how did you guys get started? And then I'm always like, you should just work with Chelsea. Because like, I'm not a business coach. And like, me telling you what's going on and what I did is like cool and all. But if you really actually want help, Chelsea is absolutely a thousand percent who I would send you to to get support with like getting going on things. So I love totally. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, Okay. Before we jump in, I want to read our testimonial of the week. Oh, thank you. This is our fun tradition we've started. (laughs) And this week is a testimonial from one of Lauren's athletes. So this This is also from an athlete named Chelsea. Different Chelsea. Yes. (laughs) Too funny. Okay, well. This Chelsea, this other Chelsea says, (laughs) even in this short time, I've seen a lot of improvement in my mental attitude, my strength, and my technique. This past weekend was huge for me. I sent my project, but I also went out to Washington Pass for the weekend to do a multi-pitch that I have unnecessarily built up in my head. The entire route felt casual and chill, which pretty much never happens when I lead trad. It was fun to reflect on the progression. I know a lot of this is me putting in the work, but I really appreciate the time you put into writing customized training plans, listening to us, applying our feedback to the next block, deep diving into questions and videos in the Slack channel, and all of the encouragement. You have built a solid community of athletes, and your ability to do that makes you unique. You're good at what you do, and I'm happy to be a part of the experience. Oh, my God. BRB, I cry. (laughs) Shout out. I know another Chelsea from Washington popping in on the pod, but shout out my athlete, Chelsea. Chelsea is a badass. She does many sports, and I was so excited to hear that she finally did this sport climbing project that she had put in a lot of sessions on it was one where she like worked it for a whole season got super close and then like came back and did it the first day which was hell yeah moy sick those are always fun i'm like when can that happen to me that'd be nice (laughs) it's coming you put your order and it's coming almost here oh my gosh wait speaking of that we're gonna get into the questions but i have to spray about this too because okay so chelsea and i are in saint george and we had didn't really realize that the weather was gonna be so bad so i think neither of us was understanding that like tomorrow uh, as this is being recorded tuesday will be our last day to try to like send yeah, something no pressure chelsea came back to this v9 gription that she tried two years ago and like i walked up right as she was putting in like her second or third go and she like almost sent it like got an aggressively uh, new high point it was wild it was <laughs> like a high point by like eight moves i was like wow i think i psyched myself oh my off God. the route because i was like Holy shit, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oh, okay. When yep. we're off. Yep. <laughs> and we're yep. not. It was, we're that's not. amazing. Yep. yep. We both got stupidly close to sending our things yesterday, and I really fucking hope we sent tomorrow. So maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Knock on it could table. happen. Uh, yep. But it could happen. Yeah. 
Yeah. I feel confident. Oh, I wish I was there. Yeah. I, Me too. That would be so fun. I really am doing it's... so many heel hooks and compressing. You would be so proud. I'm so I am. Am. I saw she that did at video least two you yesterday. Posted. Yeah, <laughs> yes, two. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, look at you go! I know they're like small too. They aren't like big floppy Red River Gorge heel hooks. They're like not that the red. They're precise heel hooks in the Red River Gorge. I'm always like, who's gonna yell at me for what I say? Who's gonna tell her? Short answer: Everyone. Everyone, everyone yells. Everyone All yells, time. including us. Okay, let's let's get into it though. So, Chelsea, I remember. You mentioning to me once that your first two years in business, it felt like pursuing climbing goals and getting better at climbing felt really hard. But then after that hump, you felt like climbing, your climbing was like on fire. Can you talk about that a little bit? Like what was, what was that like? What was it like to be like, I'm a climbing coach yet somehow it feels like my own climbing is taking a major backseat and everything is hard. Yeah. 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 Just elaborate on the journey. I want to know what was going on. Okay. First of all, (laughs) it was really difficult because it was, my climbing was taking a backseat and my entire business was around climbing. So I was like, fuck, if I'm not climbing very hard, nobody's going to hire me. Like that was like the thought process and the narrative that I was buying into. So I was like, well, this isn't good. But (laughs) running a business is an extremely creative endeavor. And it can be very energy intensive, especially in the first couple of years where you are building things up. And what I was realizing, especially with sport climbing, because I primarily boulder, is I was trying to go sport climbing at Maple Canyon specifically. And I was like, like losing my mind I was like I can't fucking climb I'm so scared of everything why does everything feel so hard and I was like I've sport climbed in my life before like this shouldn't be so bad and I was like oh that's because I'm trying to push it in my business and in my climbing at the same time and I was like oh my god all of this energy comes from the same pool like we think that we're like so good at compartmentalizing and it's like oh I have physical energy and then I have emotional energy but like no they actually come from the same place so I was really just trying to it was like burning the candle at both ends and it was presenting in my climbing when I wasn't doing well in quotes Mm. and and totally. I was like being really hard on myself. And then it was just like this negative cycle from there. So what I realized was like the first yeah, two years of my business, I really had to like take a step back in climbing. Also, I chose not to go on a lot of climbing trips, which was okay. I mean, that was also like 2020 and 2021. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like, I guess nobody was. So it was like kind of okay. But I just moved to Salt Lake City, which has like tons of access to climbing, which was great. So I took like vacations, took a back seat, and it was more of like, okay, weekend trips, like after working. And I really just had to choose to prioritize work because that was the thing that I knew if I focus on this now, I'm going to create a stable foundation for later. And I really focus a lot on longevity inside my business. So I want to be around for many, many years. Like I always tell everybody else, like I will never work for anyone else again. I am not employable. It's not going to be a thing. So I need Same. to figure this business I am hard owner. To employ now. Yes. Yeah. I'm, uh, d- difficult. Doesn't work well with others. Um. <laughs> Unless so, I am bossing others around. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was like, oh, I really need to figure this out. So I just had to make a conscious decision to do that. And then once I did, I like stopped putting so much pressure on myself mm. and then it, it was a lot better. It also, brain rewiring helped so fucking much for my climbing. Like I, I know when I talk to people, I can like tell how hard they are on themselves. And I was like, Ooh, I used to be that person that was like such a dick to myself and going through the brain rewiring process and realizing where all of that came from. And then changing the language that I use with myself was like super helpful. So kind of all of that was happening at the same time. And 
right now where I'm at, like I was telling Lauren this morning, I was like, I haven't opened my computer in four days. This is sick. Like, <laughs> oh, so now wow. I get to Power like, to you. yeah. So now I get to like choose climbing a lot more, which is great. But I really think it's because I did put in the work like those first two years, which was like, I was probably working too much, but I didn't know it. And I was like, I can't go back to the job at the grocery store. So I better figure this out. And I'm a little bit more relaxed now. So, yeah, I I can. I've definitely like seen that in you where you're like, just the like the better you get, the more you're just like, I do even less now for like the same amount of money, which I feel like is such a good kind of a nice like milestone yeah. <laughs> yeah it really is I'm like oh fuck I made it yeah like, I was like well, I, I did it <laughs> Chelsea can you maybe share a little bit too because I know when we all started working together at least this is what I think we've talked about before how your approach to your business has kind of changed too over the years because mm. right now like you're so relaxed you're working less but you're also making the same or more and you have just this really like calming presence and I I don't think that you you didn't have that before but I think things have changed can you kind of talk about how what that has looked like for you and maybe how that's evolved over the last couple years yeah oh this is a great question because I thought about this a lot actually and I was just telling my clients today in my next level mastermind I was like we have to have this talk so (laughs) y'all need to meditate (laughs) and they're like oh what we have to like sit still and like I don't know I was like I know what do you mean not hustling Chelsea yeah and I was like wait do you guys ever give yourselves time to get bored and they're like what and I was like yes this is the answer this is the solution um and I think just for me realizing um because I am super anxiety prone Mm. that doing things like meditation, brain rewiring, breath work, I thought it was all bullshit at first. And I was like, nah, man, I don't want to spend time in my head. That's like, there's some shit up there and I'm good. (laughs) But like running a business will bring all of that out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, also it's the same with climbing too. When you get scared, all your trauma and all your shit comes back up, right? Like your ability to deal with things is directly related to how much time you've spent in your head. So I started to realize that that was like a big limiting factor for me. And I was like, well, I don't want to feel this way anymore. So I have a couple choices I can continue to ignore it and I'll probably end up having like a mental breakdown at some point or like going on prescription medication which is not bad but I was like I think I have the power to choose to actually just go into my brain right now and see what's up there and get in touch with it and that felt more empowering to me so I chose to dive in and I chose to start creating space almost every single day to meditate or do something for myself so that Mm. in the future, I actually have this like very strong foundation and I have a lot of trust in myself and the decisions that I make, because as a business owner, you're making decisions constantly. And the faster you can make decisions, the you know, faster your business moves ahead. So if you're always second guessing, or if you don't have a lot of trust in yourself, you're constantly trying to source it externally. Should I do this? Should I not do this? You're, you're really just like slowing things down. So for me going into my brain, into all the fucking like cobwebby little spidery (laughs) corners, I was like, I don't like what's up here. But like now I do now I really like what's going on in my head. And 
I think that has allowed me to slow down and Mm. relax a lot more and also trust in the universe a lot more too. So like I was saying earlier, like you place your order, like it's like a restaurant. You go in, (laughs) you place your order, you know your food's coming, right? Like you're not going to be like, um, unless it's been like, you know, like maybe like an hour, you're like, okay, maybe did you forget? But like (laughs) for the most part, you expect that the restaurant knows you've put the order in, they're going to bring you the food. It's the same thing with your life. Like whether you have climbing goals, business goals, whatever it is, you put your order in, you set your intention that's what you focus all your energy around and then you trust that it's coming in but where we get tripped up is we're second guessing we are making things harder we're self-sabotaging because we're not familiar with what's going on in our brains and we don't trust we just we're, we're missing that piece for some reason we don't think that we deserve to have everything that we've ever wanted and we try to you know like find ways to ruin it so that was a big piece of it too is just like actually believing that I deserve to slow down and I deserve to have the Mm. life that I want. And it wasn't necessarily easy, right? Like (laughs) that means that you have to actively choose to opt out of the struggle sometimes. Like where are we actually just choosing the struggle over the solution? Sometimes the solution Mm. is the struggle, but not always. Like sometimes the solution is like what's easiest. Yeah. And like, totally. Yeah. Like how can we actually just like make things easier sometimes because we're so wired to like, okay, how hard you work is what you get, you know, like the harder you work, the more you earn and like all of that, like, especially if you're an hourly employee. Yeah. And I was so Mm. wired into that. And I was like, well, fuck as a business owner, like I'm going to run out of hours in the day. And like, I can't work more. I, I, I don't have that as a resource. So I need to figure out a different way to be successful. And that means I either need to get a lot better at what I do, which is definitely what I did as well. And I need to make sure that when I'm showing up in my business, it's very, very potent because I'm unwilling to work more. Like, yeah, you got to sleep. You got to take care of yourself because if you don't do those things, then everything's going to fall apart too. Yeah. A hundred percent. Domino effect. Yeah. Do you feel like there was anything that was like a, an impetus or sort of like laid the groundwork for you to shift your perspective and really set this, you know, more of a boundary with yourself, but also giving yourself this time to regulate your, your nervous system or, you know, things that you talk about a lot in your business. Was there something that really stood out for you as like, okay, we're going to show up differently and I'm going to speak to myself differently and I need to look inward. Yeah, it's funny. So the first thing is I'm like, I'm so fucking headstrong that I swear the universe has to like completely immobilize me in order for me to realize these things through like injuries or whatever. But like my first time realizing this was I was like, I hit a ceiling in my business and I can't make more than than this amount per month. And I was like, I want to make more money. So that was like my in. And then what I really realized I needed Mm. to focus on was what you actually wanted was what I actually yeah, was what I actually wanted. I was like, but why do I want to make that money? Oh, right. Because I'm associating that with freedom and safety. Well, fuck, if I want safety in my life, why don't I try to find it in my in my body first because if I don't even know what it feels like I'm going to be constantly seeking it you know so it's like that's a big especially as women too right like yeah we got mm-hmm. we, we that could be a whole other like conversation oh, yeah. yeah that's another whole <laughs> podcast entirely <laughs> yeah yeah so that was a big piece is just learning to feel safe I mean I mean you could think about it like this with money like I was chasing a lot of income because I felt like I needed that stress and pressure in order to work. Mm. And if I didn't have that stress, I was afraid I wouldn't do anything and I wouldn't work at all. So I was putting the focus and the emphasis on the making of the money and the less 
and less em- emphasis on having money so that I'd stay in this like fucked up cycle of like, <laughs> oh my God, now I got to launch and like do all of these things. And I didn't realize I was doing mm-hmm. it. So I needed to switch the priority to having money because that's what made me feel safer ultimately. So that was a big one. And then for me, when I like go, 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 I am just like somebody that needs a lot of rest. Like Caitlin and I are like the mm-hmm. same level of tired and Lauren might be a lot more energized. Than that. <laughs> yeah, that's a common yeah. scenario. Yeah. And like Lauren's like, hey, you want to record three episodes today? And I'm like, um, like one would be cool. One, maybe half of one. I also, I find that like, I'll get these like spurts of energy where I decide to do like a lot of things and then the spurt goes At away in 10 minutes and I'm like, Hey, why'd we make all these plans to do? It's like that. This was like that tweet. That's like, I hate all the plans I made when I was feeling yes. extroverted. Like yes. I do that with like, yeah, I'm always like, this sounds like I'm always like, Caitlin, this sounds like a good idea to me right now, but let's reevaluate in 24 hours and I'll see if I still think if it seems like it's a lot it's smart. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I, like I learned it. that this is a thing. Okay. Yeah. I Chelsea, I want to ask you this, like kind of circling. So it seems like one you like so first two years of business you went like really hard and Mm -hmm. you also learned you learned that you didn't want to have to go that hard forever so that climbing could have more space logistically like did you have time to go climbing and was it like an energy deficit because I'm trying to relate this for people that like maybe don't run their own businesses but do feel like like maybe you have a high stress job a high or, stress job yeah. or like something or family where right you're just like yeah, yeah I know or we're family, all like yeah. child not saying your family's stressful but, but like, like yeah energy. having to take care of other <laughs> humans or like I don't know watching Caitlin take care of two dogs I'm like that's a lot of responsibility <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I think like a lot. yeah like something I think people maybe don't understand and this is something I've certainly learned especially now that I like have quote all this freedom or whatever but like, yeah, I still think there's something to the fact that even if you have like the time or the availability to do it, having that like energy that all comes from the same place, like you still might not. And there might be times in your life where you just have like less of this like overall energy to put towards climbing. Like, can you kind of speak to that a little bit? Like, did you have like enough time to go climbing and like get after your goals yeah but just like yeah the and energy I just was fucking there. tired yeah. like I just I was like I showed I would show up to the crag and be like oh my god I have to climb right now and obviously that's not like yeah. the, the language or the mentality that we want to have so I think for me what it turned into was I had to realize that like exercise is stress on the body totally. and while it mm. is sometimes good stress it depends how like full your bucket is, you know? So if you don't do things to empty out that stress, then you're constantly just going to be adding water to the bucket via exercise. So that's why like meditation Mm -hmm. and the brain rewiring, like those things were so important. And I know they sound like basic as fuck, but like, that's why those things are so important is so that you can have more capacity and you can handle more stress because you're more resilient. So it's like, you have to find ways to dump the water out. And I remember, okay, so like, For example, two years ago when I came down to St. George to get on Gription with some of my friends, I spent two sessions on it and I'd made no links, no progress. Like I was like, this boulder could not be further away from me. And it's because I wasn't managing my stress well and I wasn't prioritizing myself. I mean, a lot of us like to think of like the- Climbing as like a self-care activity. And I'm like, it is. It can be. Also, you are like literally- Climbing's not therapy. It's just not. It's not. It's work. 
Yes. It <laughs> yeah. It's, I feel like yeah. it's so hard to be able, like if you have a stressful job every day or, you know, you're building something yeah. or you, you know, whatever's going on. If you also then go out and climb like hard at your some, limit, totally. Yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, it's not, it, I feel like it's basically like you have two of the same types mm-hmm. of like releases that you're trying to use interchangeably and you just totally yeah like you kind of have to have a balance I feel like I talk about that with my clients too where it's mm-hmm. like what do you do for fun and creativity and they're like climbing I, I'm like mm, you gotta add at I know least I'm one always like can list. you get like a hobby that you like, like think cooking. it's fun and you don't yeah. care about yes Caitlin. yes like you're not trying yeah. to perform all the fucking time no. in your job and Finger in climbing painting. yeah yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> I'll share what okay this is cookies what I just knock on wood that my parents don't listen to this episode but <laughs> so, so Caitlin and I actually so I always if you watch my Instagram stories and I allude to dance class and Caitlin and I both danced a lot growing up but we've started taking mm-hmm. like I started taking pole dance classes one because it's just like hard and fun and like I care but not that much because like who cares and it's yeah. so fun to have a hobby where I'm like I truly just like don't care how good I am at Mm -hmm. this or like not in a stressful way I'm like this is just fun and I think it's good to have those things that are just fun because I I think once you I think climbing can be that activity like Mm -hmm. depending on where you're at in your climbing journey but I also really think that at a certain point once you start like putting a lot of time and like really giving a shit about climbing Mm -hmm. like I don't necessarily think it's like always going to be this relaxing activity I think you know a chill day at the crag where you like climb some easy stuff and you're like yeah thank god I'm outside and not in the box or mm-hmm. whatever but I don't I think pet a dog today that's I, the highlight of my yeah, day like, yeah like I saw three dogs today great <laughs> I know I do love oh, man the going out is the belayer that's like gonna chill mm-hmm. and just do nothing and like pet some dog and then eventually people just see how rest day you are and you don't even end up playing you yeah, just like great. take a nap yeah they're like hey why don't you just chill you're, and you're like, you're like yeah. you look so relaxed and I'm like yeah I, I'm like you guys are all stressed about sending and I'm eating snacks yeah, it's I'm having great. a great time. Yeah. Yeah. So I that, think it's it is important to have that like um other activity that makes you feel really creative and like, you know, connect with like your inner child, however you want to think of it. And yeah. it doesn't have to be time consuming. Yeah, either, you don't have to just, go hard at everything all the time. And I'm sure that you guys talk about this a lot on the podcast, but it is also like, is going out to the crag always the best use of your time if you're performance focused? Like, would actually a you know, 30 minute at home workout be better if you just hangboarded mm. and like that's fine and then maybe it takes up less of your day and you can do some self-care things on top of that that was actually me on Saturday like everyone was mm-hmm. going out climbing and I was just like stressed about being behind on some things and I also was really sore and I was like we're climbing tomorrow we can probably climb on Monday and I was like you know what today it actually does not make sense because I'm yeah. just going to be stressed it's not going to be fun and I'm going to stay home get some stuff done like read a book be alone and chill yeah. and that was definitely also I'm so like grateful to have the luxury of having enough time to go rock climbing that I actually can like opt out of going climbing mm-hmm. when it doesn't make sense so I yeah. know that for some listeners that are like the like yeah. the nearest crag six hours away I can never I will never opt out I like never get to go which mm-hmm. is like totally fair but yeah I think yeah, I think for, for those of you with, like, some kind of stressful life situation going on or, like, I just experienced this last year, like, I did not account for how much, like, time and energy it takes to, like, plan a wedding or move across the country into, like, my climbing goals for the year. And then I'm just, like, looking at everything and I'm like, well, um, 
I like this was a very aggressive plan. And That's beating, why I feel bad. Yeah, like beating myself up yeah. over not doing everything across the board in my life excellently is a little bit much. So I think for those of you that are hard on yourselves, this is an important episode to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's time. easy yeah. to. I mean, Able. we've been taught to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you're not alone, but also yeah. get some additional things in your bank. If you're a climber, you're basically a superhero. I mean, you're walking up walls. Your fingers can hoist your body up on tiny edges. You're getting upside down. You're swinging through the sky. And what do superheroes need most of all? Capes? No. A cool car? No. An exceptionally long and drawn out storyline in which their likeness and brand is repurposed over and over again for the monetary gain of large corporations? Well, okay, also no. What they really need is a theme song. But your theme song has to fit you, right? It has to make sense. So to help you find your theme song and learn a little bit about the way you personally train for climbing, I made you a quiz. So if you're ready to find your theme song, head on over to the show notes and take the quiz right now. And I will say too, I think all of us have, have, sort of come up with our own coping strategies and we've had the privilege of either working with a mental health professional or we've really had that chance to look inward. But if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, easier said than done, well, this might be helpful to develop some strategies with your therapist or mental health professional. Hopefully you have access to that. Um, but it would be, I think, probably a good next step if if you don't really know where to go or if you're looking yeah, for some help there. Yeah, because like so. excess stress levels are helping you in like none ways. None and ways. Learning <laughs> to manage that is so important. Yes. And Chelsea, you mentioned this a couple of times, but can you explain to people what brain rewiring is? Because I actually went through yeah. the brain rewiring process myself and it was fucking awesome i probably should like do it again um it's so helpful i went yeah. through it a second time and i was like oh my god i missed yeah. so many things the first no. time so yeah essentially what brain rewiring is is we have neural pathways and in our brain and the more often that they fire together through the things that we're telling ourselves through the conditioning that we have Heaves outside law. yes neurons that they're wired together, that they wired will. together. <laughs> yep in the future so what we do in brain rewiring is we get to the core of those stories what are the stories that you're telling yourself and why and we start to rewrite those narratives so that you can actually start being a lot nicer to yourself because it turns out when you're nicer to yourself, like automatically you're going to choose things that are more supportive for you, mm -hmm. less self-sabotage, and you're probably going to move towards your goals a lot faster. You're probably also going to feel like you have a lot more self-worth and you deserve things yeah. because of that. And then opportunities naturally will start to arrive and come up for you because of that, because you believe that you are worthy of them and you're going to put yourself in a place to receive those. So with brain rewiring, it is mainly meditation based. It's also great because it actually gets you to slow down and see what's happening in your head. It is mm -hmm. a lot around inner child healing. We do a lot with shadow work, which is starting to get to know the repressed aspects of our personality. So all the things that we've been taught are bad, which are like jealousy or greed. We really get in touch 
touch with those and we start to reintegrate those back into our daily lives. And when you do that, you can actually start to show up authentically as a human being, not like this version that you think the world wants to see. And let me tell you what, showing up as yourself authentically is a lot less exhausting, which (laughs) by the way, it all comes from the same pool again. So if you're not like spending extra energy putting a mask on because you feel like you have to, then you have energy to use elsewhere. So brain rewiring for me was fucking life-changing. I'm so glad that I found it. And it, I went through the process two times. And on the other side of that, what always ends up happening for me is I have a dramatically improved relationship with climbing. I like, mm. I like puts my ego in the back seat, which I definitely really need. And I end up making more money in my business while working less, which is mm. also really great. So Pretty cool. <laughs> big fan, big, big fan. Yeah. So Chelsea, was this a course? Um, is this something that like people can take as like a consumer or is this something that is like a a course to support others with? Yeah. So I got certified in brain rewiring. Um, They ran the program Mm -hmm. in 2020. And then, so I had to rewire my own brain first and then learn how to teach other people how to rewire their brains. So I actually have a program. Synergy is my 90 day brain rewiring program. We will linkity doodah that in the show notes. Of course. <laughs> Excellent. So you, you can go, have access to yep, it. Yeah. You can go check that out. It is fucking life-changing like I cannot say enough good things about brain rewiring and it has not not a single other tool has helped me improve my climbing more than that like if you had to choose between brain rewiring and or mindset work and physical training like physical training's off the table Ooh, mm, I d- and, and you to those of you that are here that are like this is a training podcast I don't want to be inside <laughs> my mind I will say <laughs> like surprise it comes into play as a coach and as a coach that's like worked on my own mindset issues for yeah because the joke of being a business owner is that like oh you're gonna have to like there will be a lot of personal growth that comes with owning a business and I think about where I would be like personal growth wise like in my life if I hadn't started a business and it's comical to me how much having a business has forced me to like deal with my own issues but now that I'm so like kind of woke to like (laughs) self-worth issues self-criticism issues like just all my own problems and then all the problems that you kind of learn about when you go through the brain rewiring process that either you or someone else in the process might be you know working through it's pretty weird how I can like see in athletes that I work with or climbers Mm -hmm. that I talk to like root issues where it's like yes we can like do the physical training and yes we can do all this but there are gonna be certain things and like obviously my scope is not like to just you know therapy you or anything like that but I truly do see like issues in and I'm sure Caitlin you can speak to this too on the nutrition side like there's certain things where it's like the training will help and all of that but there's also like personal issues where if you worked through them your relationship with climbing and training and all of these things would be Mm -hmm. so much better so like at the end of the day you can train but if you're still telling yourself you can't do it like yeah you're swimming upstream totally like Chelsea actually this was some really good bouldering advice I got from Chelsea while we've been here and she was like you just have to believe that even if you're super fucking tired and it seems like with sport climbing like you can kind of start predicting like you know fourth go of the day at on something limit levels like yeah, probably not going not. on yeah because but, really, but maybe but like also maybe <laughs> not like you're tired but like with bouldering it really all could just come it seems like it really all could yeah, just come Lauren together got a high point yesterday on like, like the seventh go of yeah. the day and this is not a short rock climb like this is a long yeah. rock climb and chelsea's <laughs> like you just even if you're dog tired and your skin feels like shit you just gotta like really truly believe yep. that the next go of the day it can go down mm-hmm. and i was like all right chelsea's here maybe it'll go down and then i like 
beast at a new high point and I was so fucking close and I was like <laughs> okay well that's good to know that when I'm tired of shit I can still like rip out a solid whatever but I think like these you know these things that we talk about like mindset wise are so critical in climbing like once you really are trying to push yourself in a sport you will get into there will be personal growth issues you mm-hmm. will want to address yeah. to really like get to the next thing Caitlin do you have any comments on that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think there are just so many things, like you said, Lauren, like you can do the physical things, but I find that the mental side of things can be a big limitation for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I refer out and I I usually, one of the first questions I ask my clients is like, are you working with somebody? Is this something that, you know, we can like support nutritionally, but are you getting the additional therapizing stuff elsewhere? And I feel much more comfortable when they are because you can do, you can do all of the, you know, right things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But there it's just, even with nutrition, like if you're working on focusing on your nutrition, it's bound to bring up some thoughts and feelings around your, your daily diet around body image. Like Mm -hmm. those are things that are, are really natural to come up as a result because you're that forced reflection inward is going to make that bubble to the surface. So the same thing is true with climbing. Like that really forced me to confront a lot of my fears, a lot of my self-criticisms, a lot of the things I never dealt with in ballet were like, hey, (laughs) guess what? We're back. We're back. We never left. Yeah. And I also will say too, like I was going, when I went through brain rewrite, fuck, you probably... As, oh, I do that uh, all the time. Promoting this, you're like, rewiring, rewording my brain, rewiring. I know. I'm like, I'm going to call it synergy because that is easy. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Uh, yes. But I, I did it like I went through the brain rewiring process and like while like going through cognitive behavioral therapy with my therapist and like both things worked together really well, I thought. And totally. I would say like, if you're like, I people are always like, that's th- that's like therapy whatever like all these tools can work well together mm-hmm. if you yeah, they support each other they really well su- they support each other really well because your therapist mm-hmm. is gonna you know your therapist you're gonna like meet with them like once a week or once every other yeah. week or maybe even like once a month or whatever but yeah you're in your brain 24 7 and right but like yeah. developing like daily practices to yes. like make time mm-hmm. for yourself yes, and all huge, of that that's a like big part of it that's a, like can you take an hour for yourself every day? And why don't you believe you deserve to? Right. And also to those of you with like really busy schedules, it doesn't have to be an hour. It can just be some time, but yeah, mm-hmm. like it's, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would just say like both of them can work together because your therapist is going to hang out with you for like an hour at a time sometimes. But if you are like working on, you know, if your brain rewiring process or whatever it is you're going through, like works well together and it's something that you're practicing daily that's informed by like Mm -hmm. things your therapist wants you to work on then like I think that's all gonna yeah work together really well totally synergistically yeah yeah Yeah, we're seeing yeah I was like I named this on purpose um but yeah Yeah. therapy (laughs) tends to be largely retrospective like Mm, in the past that's a really good point and brain rewiring is a lot of future focused so visualization practices and current moment yeah so they actually they go together really really well Yeah, Yeah. I love that. I feel like we, there was something that you hosted, Chelsea, like maybe two years ago after you did your certification. Mm -hmm. And I think you, you held like a, 
a session for all of us and all us meaning like all of your biz, your biz, clients. biz yeah. peoples. Yeah. Um, and I feel like at that time I had also just started therapy and I really do think that I was able to carry things into my, my day to day that helped me reflect in a more positive way, work through things. But yeah, it's like you, you hang out with your therapist maybe once a week, maybe once a month, yeah. but you got to hang out with yourself every day. <laughs> All <and> the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you don't like what's up there or you don't like yourself at the core of it, like, yeah, we got to, we got to change that. I actually wrote a sticky note, like a couple of sticky notes. And one of the ones that I have on my wall right now is it's actually really cool to like yourself. And Aww. I was like, what a fucking radical thing for 2023. Right. Like, if you ever he- he read anything like that and that like makes you cry a little bit, it probably means that, uh, that maybe we should. Yeah. 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 Cause I spent a lot of years not liking myself cause I have a strong personality. I thought I was like difficult to deal with. And I just like, couldn't find a job that I wanted to do mainly because I'm like meant to work for myself. But I was just like, damn, like I just feel so at odds with everything. And it literally felt like I was living my life like a salmon trying to swim upstream <laughs> all the time. Wow, I You're always be spawning. Yeah, always be spawning. <laughs> do something else. Do, it's like constantly seeking and like that, like, yeah. yes, I think we should always grow and evolve. And that's what we came here to do as like human beings. But like also that's fucking exhausting to feel yeah. like you're never enough. Yeah. yeah. Like that's. Yeah. yeah. Big, big, big mic drop there. Big for sure. Um, yeah. Before we go to break. Oh, wait, Chelsea or Keelan, you go. Yeah, I had a question. This is just about a book I'm reading right now. I wanted to know if either of you have ever read it because it's really short. It's like the shortest little book. It's called The Mountain Is You. Oh, no, I haven't. Have you? No, I need to. You told me to read it. I haven't read it. Tell us. Yeah, go go read this book. But it reminds me of this, too, where. It, it talks a lot about self-sabotage and how, <laughs> how you know, like it gives a bunch of scenarios. And even if you don't see yourself in every example, it's a really interesting introspection point to be able to reflect and be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I know either I did this or I knew someone who did this. And what can I do about it moving forward? I think it's good to reflect maybe more than we all Totally. Yeah. yeah. I'll need to get it on audiobook because I've realized I can't read self-help books like yeah. uh, with a physical book because then I feel yeah. guilty for not journaling and implementing every single exercise oh, ever. So oh I just God. need to yeah. listen to it and fit it in elsewhere and yeah. I feel better. That they is... don't give any like suggestions to write things oh, down. It's just like, just think it's about a this. lot of like mental, mental thought. Yeah. A good, mm-hmm. a good ponderance. Okay. But I, I feel like it that book really resonates with me in a lot of ways because I definitely you know, oh yeah have, we're have we're the fucking block for sure like our natural <laughs> state is to have everything that we want and we are super good at like Making creating sure obstacles happen. yeah yeah totally yeah I am the mountain that is it me. is I I, oh. I I am Mount Everest anyway <laughs> oh my gosh well before we go to break Chelsea do you have any like tips for people that maybe that want to have more like emotional space for getting better at climbing or for their hobbies, but also are like combating a stressful job and maybe being time constrained. Like what are your tips to get someone to make more time to just not be a go, go, go. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. You know, if you want to be go, 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 but also realize a lot of that is conditioning. And for me, I am such a rebel that like, 
if I know that I've been conditioned to be a certain way and I need to be productive 24 seven, like that just doesn't sit well with me. So I just want to do the opposite of that. I'm like, I actually want to be as lazy as possible, but like, I still want the things that I want in my life, like climbing in a business and with meditation, I'm going to say it again. It's, I really like the form of meditation. That's not like clear your mind of everything because Mm. I just like, a, that's really hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then B, I really like guided meditations that mm-hmm. like focus on an aspect like, let's say, for example, your higher self or one that focuses on visualization of how you want your day to go, like things that actually get your brain thinking and involve your brain rather than just trying to like still your mind. Yeah, like, like, yes, it can do those. Yeah. But that's hard. Yeah, that's I found that I like guided meditations a lot more too. Like they're more fun. Yeah, and they can be short. So find guided meditations. I actually have a free twenty-two day meditation series. Would you look at that? Well, we'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah, maybe maybe you'll like those. Maybe not. I mean, there's lots of. I don't super love like calm or headspace. Like those just aren't. I like. I always feel guilty when I don't use. Like they're nice, but then I like some people really like them, but I'm always like. If they work for you, awesome. Yeah. I have one called Aura that's more, it's less about like having a meditation streak or like creating a habit. It's more just like a, here's some resources or like dumb bedtime stories or stuff yeah, like I that are kind of nice. working well for you because you're so Enneagram three and like, <laughs> yeah, like, I need to do you'll the immediately things. feel discouraged if you miss a day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that's not, mm-hmm. but this one's just like, here's some like nice sound and British accent people Love that'll that. make you feel relaxed when you, Is O-U-R-A or A-U? A-U-R-A. It's nice. And if you just turn off the notifications and then you're like, I can't sleep and I need a bedtime Mm -hmm. story, it'll like do that. Or I want a meditation, whatever. But they're Mm -hmm. nap meditations. Very nice if you need a nap. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And just do it at a consistent time every day. Like... I, okay, so for me, because also I'm a rebel, I'm like, I don't need any structure. That sucks. Don't fucking put me in a box. Don't tell me what to do. And then I'm like, oh, wait, actually structure creates more freedom. So like maybe if I have a morning routine and meditate for 10 minutes, which is honestly all it takes in the mornings, then the rest of my day goes entirely better. And if you need to like challenge yourself to do 22 days or even try it for like a couple days, like I guarantee tapping into that level of mindfulness will have you feeling better throughout the rest of the day like in that shorter period of time and like that's the thing that I said earlier like where are we more committed to the struggle than the solution like what if the solution is actually really fucking easy like all you have to do is meditate wow well yeah we're both like (laughs) (laughs) yeah awesome it's good yeah it's I think it's good to have a practice in place and it's so awesome to hear that that's a shift that's working really well for you and you're just yeah finding your rhythm that's amazing where you you. found it really I I think I found it I feel yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. well great okay cool I think well we're holy shit we're almost at an hour and I still want to ask you about we just didn't take a break we'll insert a break artificially into this somehow snack break yeah oh okay side note the lights in this airbnb are on like a timer and even if you're here they just they turn, turn off, off. Yeah, so i trust you to turn off the lights thank you oh, thank like you chelsea's boyfriend jeremy just walked in front of the we tried to get all <laughs> this is another thing we've been doing during the board game is we'll try to get ollie 
Chelsea's dog, dog to yeah. like run in front of the thing. I throw like but, a toilet paper roll over there and I'm like, go get it. <laughs> and we're like, hey, just, yeah. So the lights just turned up. They're back on now. Um, but yeah, Ollie's too short to trip the motion sensor though. So we have to get up. But okay, to round this whole shebang, I cannot believe it's already been an hour. This is, I'm like, my job's chatting with my friends. Isn't that delightful? This is the best. This is the best. So Chelsea, switching gears a little bit. Let's talk, let's talk business. So Again, Caitlin, I'm sure this happened to you. I get DMs all the time that are like, how'd you get started? How did you go from like corporate engineer yeah, like to like doing your weekly. own shit? <laughs> like, and I'm always like here, uh, I, I'm always like, you should probably talk to my business coach. She's great. But yeah. So what are your like biggest tips for people that are looking to start either like, cl- like climbing coaching or something in the climbing business or just like service-based industry in general? Yes. Love this question. So probably the first thing is you're going to have to get comfortable spraying about yourself because if you don't do it, nobody else is going to. And if people don't know what you've done, why would they hire you? Big so facts. you're going to have to get comfortable talking about your achievements, talking about things that you're working on. I would say, honestly, social media is one of the most useful tools, primarily free, free, yes, that we have. (laughs) And if you have resistance towards using social media, I would really work on that relationship because you can grow an extremely successful business using it. Think about what are your goals rather than your excuses, right? Like, oh, I just don't like this. I'm not good at it. So therefore I'm like not creating the result that I want. Like, great. All of that is a story that you can change. Like your higher goal is to create a system sustainable business and this is a tool for you to get it yeah like it, you're not a bad person for needing to use social yeah, media I know there's yeah. like a lot of stigma that like social media is like ending the world and like yeah some things about social media are genuinely bad but social media is also the reason that so many people have been able it's, to quit jobs they yeah. fucking hate it's and the reason we're all friends yeah exactly we like and like know each other so many great things have yeah. happened in my life because of yeah. social media like yeah some parts of it are like objectively shitty but other parts are good so mm-hmm. just like yeah, yeah I agree with Chelsea like if you're like I hate social media but I want to like start an online based business I'm like okay well good luck right <laughs> like, well i am the queen of hating social media <laughs> yeah, i just not love it <laughs> literally it is it is something that i don't love as something i have to do i'm working on it i'm i'm i've hired somebody like it's things yeah. are good you also get to hire out the things better. you don't like eventually yeah. in a business yes. but you do have to like but figure it out yourself go on but i will say that all three of us have made a business very mm-hmm. successful businesses through social media. Like I don't have any other window into how I get my clients. Like maybe I'm starting to get referrals, but Mm -hmm. I would say- From this podcast. Yes. (laughs) You know you find us from the podcast. Yes. (laughs) But but I do think social media is, you know, to its credit is something that we can use to share who we are, Mm -hmm. the things that we we do, our personalities. Those are things that are available to us for free as a marketing tool. Yeah, there aren't that many marketing tools that are completely, absolutely free, so. Right, and the whole reason behind this is, I mean, okay, let's use Instagram as an example. So in order for somebody to buy something from you, there needs to be some level of trust. And in order for you to build that up, you're gonna have to show people your face and probably (laughs) your mannerisms and the way that you talk and move. And if people can see that, they're gonna build a much 
much faster trusting relationship with you versus if you're like an anonymous person. Like that's the thing is like, you got to get your fucking ego out of the way and put yourself out there in order for people to find you. And if you want to do it the hard way and like remain kind of like in the shadows and like, if you want to build, you know, an in-person business, that's great. But also like, I want the freedom to travel and like go do things. And I don't necessarily want to be location specific. Like you have to think about what is my greater goal here. And in order for people to buy from you, they do have to trust you to some degree. So I would say that would be the first thing is like, be willing to put yourself out there. Like it's fucking scary, but every single time you get out of your comfort zone, you're going to be rewarded. Like we, we know this. And then probably the second part is find somebody that has built what you want to build and hire them to give you the roadmap because there is no award for doing things the fucking hard way. Like <laughs> facts, I'm like snapping my fingers. I'm like, yes, you do not get an award like, for doing things by yourself that you could yes, have done so much easier with yes, some help. <laughs> like, oh my God. The solution, not the struggle. And you know what? Like, I will say this very, very bluntly because it's true. If you will not invest in yourself, why do you expect people to invest in you? Like you have got to start the train in order to say like, Hey universe, I think I'm fucking worth it. Like I'm going to put down a grand and learn how to run my business in a way that doesn't stress me out. And you know, actually feels like I could handle this and feels like I'm actually growing something versus just like struggling. Like there, yeah, there's just like no award for the struggle. Um, Like it can actually be very easy. So for me, I mean, I look at where I'm at right now and I'm like, I never would have been here without my mentors. Like it's literally like they gave me the roadmap and then I made it my own and did my own thing off Mm -hmm. of that. But like I could have taken probably, I don't know, nine years, triple the amount of time to get where I'm at and doing it by myself. But like, I don't want to do that. And also like, you know, if we're talking about business things, like money is a renewable resource. So like when you're, you you like pay to like learn how to run your business, you're like, oh, okay, sick. Like I'm paying to learn how to make money. Great. Okay. That makes sense. Like I'm going (laughs) to do that. And then for you, you know, the importance of investing. So then you can speak to it when you're talking about, okay, we have a training plan. Also just like being more open about talking about money. Like we're Working on your money mindset as a, Mm -hmm. especially a climbing coach, because we have this, which is not bad, right? But like typically climbers are a little bit more hesitant to spend money or, you know, we identify as a dirtbag or whatever it is. Like that's, it's not bad. But when it comes to being a coach, like at a certain point, you're going to have like 50 clients and they're all paying $10. Like, yikes, you're going to be really tired. Like you're going to need to charge Mm -hmm. an appropriate amount in order for it to be worth your time so that you can actually show up and you don't have like 300 clients because it's, that's not sustainable. No, exactly. Like wow. I like in full transparency, I realized I was, you know, there was a time where I would have like 40 ish athletes at once and it was crazy that's and crazy. I felt super overwhelmed. And eventually I was like, you know what, this is bonkers. I need to, I need to have enough money to live and I need to raise my prices and I need to have less people so that I can actually do a good job. And now I have yeah. a more like stringent cap. And I think like Caitlin and I have both experienced this. Also, I just want to yep. like harp on something else. And guys, I know that everyone comes from a totally different, like background financially and that there's absolutely different like socioeconomic and like racial struggles baked in here but at the end of the day businesses do take like some investment and there is a period of business where you're gonna be like there's gonna be like a one-to-one ratio of like what you put in versus Mm -hmm. what you get out but like I remember I just remember talking to someone like I think I was dming them and they were asking me about my kettlebell certification and they were like, oh, how much was it? And, you know, I was like, oh, it was like nine hundred dollars. They're yeah. like, that's way too much money. I can never do that. And I'm like, what do you like? What kind of business do you want to run where 
you don't think about it like, okay, yeah, it's $900 for me to like build a bunch of skills that'll be helpful for my clients years for years, years to years. come. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make that money back like for sure. I'm like, what? Like if you're having, you know, if you've got like five clients that are paying you like a hundred bucks, whatever, whatever it is, like that's going to, you know, obviously you got to eat. So make sure that's happening. But like, don't like think about these things in terms of like the long run. Cause you know mm-hmm. what? I did my kettlebell certification. I felt really great putting my like kettlebell strength and fingers program together. And then that investment has returned on itself like a bajillion times over. So yeah, that kind of, that's one thing that does like sort of not, I know everyone has a budget, but I'm also like, you will have to sometimes make like kind of scary investments to like get the growth you want. Like it is what it is. But if you think about how willing we are to like go to college and get in debt for that, and then it comes to investing in yourself and your business. I could never spend $200 to learn about something. Business so worth it. Like investing in yourself is always the best bet. You are the best investment you can ever make. Like period, hands down, end of story. And so that's a big one. Work on your money mindset, create a better relationship with money. And then I'd probably say the last one is just put your head down in the beginning, Mm -hmm. like put your head down, Mm -hmm. put in the work. You're going to have to just remember your greater goal for things. I'm not saying like say no to climbing, but maybe you choose to like hangboard instead of go to the gym and socialize for like four hours. Like sometimes you do need that. But I think a lot of the times, like just having a little bit more structure and routine in the beginning of your business will allow you to have so much more freedom lately, later. Yeah. Yeah. Lately. That's such a good point. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like I've mentioned this to you, Lauren, but Chelsea, this might not be something we've talked about. I was stuck in the Chicago airport last year because of the like, uh, summer storms. I was there for like That's an additional thing. 10 hours. How do you have the worst airport look? Like Jiminy Christmas. What what it's, what airline do you fly? What airline was this? Those were, I think that was actually American. The other times were Southwest. It's just I love Southwest goes. too. It's very upsetting. Go on. American but, Airlines. So Got it. I was just kind of waiting around and someone came up to me and we started chatting. He asked what I do. And he said that he was a, uh, what did he say? Sort of like a support person for entrepreneurs and small businesses, whatever. But he described the J curve situation. So like the first few years of your business, you're like in this J curve, you're just building, you're kind of figuring out what works. Mm -hmm. It's like trial and error. And then you start to figure out what's working really, really well. You stick with it. You hone in on your skills. You get better at your job. You get more confident because this time is building that for you too. But eventually you're out of this this J curve and right. you're just on that like exponential yeah. rise. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I, I loved that that visual because I was like, yeah, J curve. I'm Yeah. In and it. then you're like, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm at the rock bottom part where I'm having a fucking mental breakdown. No, I remember talking to like another one of my mentors that I really look up to. And I remember him mentioning like, oh, yeah, there was one time where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to burn it all down. Uh, yeah. And I, I was feel like, that way still sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Same. There's been times where I'm like, like I almost, I almost Googled. It was like a few weeks ago, but I almost How Googled like, right, right. I was like, maybe I'll just Google chemical engineering jobs in Salt Lake city. And I was, I was, it was a low point. And then I was like, no, we're not fucking doing that. Right, I would freak right. out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's not like always a smooth ride. I apologize if we ever make any of this seem glamorous. Parts of it are, and parts of it are 
the hardest things you'll like ever do, but I love it. Hard things, same. is what I've realized. Like climbing I, and business are the same. Yeah, the, no, they are. There's so many <laughs> analogies. It's like fucking crazy. Like you yeah. want to give up on your project and then you don't. And you're like, I did it. I did it. Crazy. Or you're like, I've been putting in work yeah. for like three years, but I haven't seen anything return. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, I'm a lot better. That took a really long time. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And yeah, running a business is, I will say, one of the most challenging and rewarding things that I have ever done. Same as with climbing, right? Like, we wouldn't like it if it were just easy, but sometimes we do actively complicate it. Like, we're (laughs) super good at making it harder. And we need to, that's where the the mindfulness and the awareness piece comes in so that you can realize when you're doing those things and choose to do them easier. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Caitlin or Chelsea, any last any last words? I think this is a good place to good stopping point. Oh, I want to know what are your guys' favorite Sour Patch Kid colors flavors? Oh, watermelon. Okay, exclusively. Those are good. Oh, fuck, the watermelon <laughs> is good. Ah, uh, I like the ones. I like the red ones that yes. come in the normal yeah. pack. Yeah, the like strawberry ones, but like, they're like super sa- They're still sour. Yeah, but I like yellow, not green. Green is not good. I don't like green either. Yeah. I like them all. Okay. I think the yellow is my. Le- this is hard. Why is this so hard to think about? I, I don't know. I think we need to get some for tomorrow's session. I think so too. So we can go send, send We're some staying shit. out all day. We are. Sun We're up. You got to go get a headlamp. Down. I do need to get a headlamp because I will be out beyond the darkness and I'm going to try to send tomorrow. And if it happens, awesome. That will have been a very successful trip. And if not, I still got a major high point. Hell yeah. Big facts. Totally. Retweet. Um, yeah. Chelsea. Do you want to tell people where they can find you? Yes. Alrighty. Main places would be Instagram. I am at expand with Chelsea and on my podcast, which is going to be rebranded soon. I think at the time of this episode being released, it will be the new version. Excellent. This is the first time I'm saying (gasps) this out loud, the new name. An average climber exclusive. Yes. So (laughs) the podcast is The Ambitious Entrepreneur. You can find it on iTunes Mm. and Spotify. And I will say, because I do have so much climbing coaching knowledge, the first about 100 episodes are climbing, climbing specifics. So training, lots of guest interviews, good stuff there. Lots of mindset. I think work. we both have been on it at you some both point. Have been yeah. on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I've had both Lauren and Caitlin on the podcast. And then the last 71, 75 episodes are more like business related. So lots of, lots of good stuff in there. Look yeah, at that. I love it. What a nice shift. Sweet. And then your website is expandwithchelsea.com. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll link to all of that, including information about Synergy and Chelsea's 22 Days of Meditation in mm-hmm. our show notes. Um, and I think we'll wrap it up there. Until next time, folks. Yay. Thank you so much for having me on. You guys are the best. No problem. Thank you, We're so Chelsea. glad to have you. And Do you want to join us? Yeah, do you want to join us? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We will be... Just try to say keep it average at the same time as all of us. And that's what we try to do at the end of every episode. We should do like a thumbs up when it's like start talking. So get ready. So until next time, keep Keep it 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 average. (laughs) And that's about as the video's lagging and there's three of us. And that's about as good as it always goes. Uh, Perfect. Great work, everyone. Lauren here. We hope you enjoyed our guest, Chelsea. We sure did. 
And as a special surprise, Chelsea is gifting you with a coupon code for her signature self-guided brain rewiring program, Synergy. I personally went through the brain rewiring process and I can honestly say that it's extremely eye-opening, challenging in a good way, and overall transformative. You can use the code a little less average to get $200 off of Synergy. You can find Chelsea on Instagram at expandwithchelsea, and you can listen to her podcast, Expanded By, everywhere you get your podcasts. You can also learn more about Chelsea and find her programs at www.expandedbychelsea.com. That's also where you'll find Synergy if you're looking for it. Now, I'll close us out with some exciting announcements and our production credits. Have you tried several dietary strategies? Do you often feel fatigued that your work and training sessions suffer? Have you ever wondered if there's a better way of eating, but you don't have the time or energy to figure it out on your own? Caitlin's got your back. As a nutrition expert, Caitlin will help you understand your nutrition needs for everyday living and sports performance. Tap the link in our show notes to apply for one of Caitlin's limited spring spots. Feel like you're ready to take more control in your climbing journey? Interested in taking a more focused approach to your training? Whether you're looking for custom coaching or a self-guided training plan, Good Spray has you covered. Go to www.goodsprayclimbing.com to learn more. And don't forget, you can always support our Patreon. That link is in our show notes too. The Average Climber Podcast is hosted by me, Lauren, and my co-host, Caitlin. You can find us on Instagram at The Average Climber Podcast for antics between episodes and updates on when new episodes are coming out. You can also find me on Instagram at Good Spray Coaching and Caitlin on her Instagram over at Dirtbag Nutritionist. This show is edited by Josh Hafley with our favorite furry production assistant, Stubby the Corgi. The music for this episode was created and produced by Devin Dabney. The Average Climber Podcast is a part of the Plug Tone Audio Collective. Head on over to PlugtoneAudio.com or at PlugtoneAudio on Instagram to learn more about the other great shows on the network. That's all for now. Until next time, keep it average.